Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everyone. Rich Orris here. And thank you for joining us today on Right at Home with Rich. Today is Exteriors Day. One of my absolute favorite topics that I have and here to help me keep you safe and dry inside your home is Mosby Exteriors Project Manager Ken Mitchell. We're going to cover everything outside the house from your roofs to the drain in your yard. We're going to take care of it all. We can help keep you warm, safe. We can keep water and air infiltration from entering your home. A lot of information with Ken here today. Uh, my hack this week, we're going to teach you how to change one single piece of vinyl siding without having to remove the entire wall. We're going to go on the road and we can hear a story about a roof installation gone terribly wrong. And, you know, this is just one of the places that really warms my heart. Coming from the field, being an ex-project manager, I love getting the field members involved in this with me. So, here to join me today Mosby's own Exteriors Project Manager, Ken Mitchell. Thanks for taking some time out and joining us to help out and everything. How are you doing today, Ken? Doing great, Rich. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. You know, I kind of like I was saying, I, I, I love this part because, you know, this is where I grew up. This is where I came from. I love building things. I still, you know, my wife keeps telling me, just stop working on a house and hire somebody. And I'm like, I just can't. Last weekend, I painted a bedroom and a bathroom. I just got to... You know, I love that feel of getting things built, getting things done, that accomplishment. So I'd love to go through that and a lot of our exterior stuff, you know, with you today. So we can start out just with your background, kind of let everybody know, how'd you get started in, in construction? I started uh, in the mid to late 90s with a small siding company uh, out of High Ridge. Um, okay. So, so that... Um, that's been quite a while since the 90s, so you've got some, some experience underneath your belt. Um, totally awesome. How long have you been doing this with Mosby clients? How long have you been here? I just had my seventh anniversary this month, so we've awesome. been Mosby seven See, years now. Time flies so fast, it's hard to keep track of where everybody is and, and all of that when it's going like that. So, And, you know, the, so the position, I know you're kind of like me. You started out, you've hung siding, you've done the work, you were physically out there, project manager, right? It sounds so official. It just, can you just kind of maybe explain to the listeners your position and what you kind of do here at Mosby? Sure, really. Most of my job is uh, dealing with the client, the consultant, 
the in-house Mosby staff and our trade partners. Uh, I spend a lot of my time purchasing the materials and scheduling the work. Um, I also uh, see the project through from start to finish and uh, help the leads with the day-to-day -day operation of the project. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so I'm kind of out there with you in the beginning, um, sometimes towards the end to kind of wrap things up and, you know, make sure everything looks great and, and all of that with the clients. And, you know, I, I love going through that process and, and really, you know, helping people out and, you know, getting through it. And, and I can tell you, you know, years ago, I, I did a uh, two-story room edition and, you know, the, the clients were very busy. They worked a lot. I was, I was running the project and it, towards the end of the project, looking over everything, the, the homeowner said to me, you know, I don't know how you did it because I know things go wrong in, in construction and it's just going to happen. But you made this seem flawless. And I kind of giggled and thought, yeah, you weren't here when we had to like dig out your vent that, that the floor guy covered up with tile, you know, and stuff like that. But we worked through that stuff. So what would you say in the outside of the house, all that, what's the most challenging part of the work that you do to try and keep things going? I would say putting together the schedule and then trying to stick to that schedule. Um, being strictly exteriors, we not only have the uh, yeah. supply chain issues that everybody's been experiencing, we also deal with the weather, and that can really uh, really throw a curveball. So I would say definitely uh, the schedule is probably the most challenging part. Yeah, especially outside. You know, that that is kind of one of the things that with my role now and changing through the company, I don't have to pay attention to the weather half as much as when I was trying to control these projects and, and, and watch them and think, oh gosh, if it, you know, 100% chance of rain on Wednesday, I just kind of go, okay, do I, am I seeing anything outside? That's pretty simple. You know, I'll bring an umbrella, but yeah, it's definitely different, you know, being out there in the field and, and doing all that. So what would you say is something that you really love about your job and what you get to do? Uh, kind of going back to what you said earlier, just seeing that quality finished product with a really happy client. Um, things are going to go wrong with a project. It's almost inevitable, and it's really not whether or not things are going to go wrong. It's how we handle it when they do and keeping absolutely. the client involved. Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's all... You know, it's all communications and, and setting expectations is really what it is. And, you know, I think the biggest issue, you know, out there is people just don't communicate. So if you don't tell people what's happening, then they don't know what to expect. And, you know, it just goes a lot smoother. And even if you have dilemmas and delays and weather, and if you communicate them properly, everybody understands and they just you go through it and you you still get it done you know in the end so i know that you know kind of like me you've worked for a lot of you know other companies starting in the 90s hanging the siding yourself stuff like that so thinking of where we're at now the company mosby building art our processes all the stuff that we do what do you really like most or what do you what would you say is the biggest differentiator between us and like the, the siding companies, the stuff you worked for in the past? Well, it's really a, a family environment, I guess. Um, we've grown a lot, as you know, recently. And um, I think our management team's done a great job in keeping that family environment that Scott and Judy really fostered when, when they were active in the day-to-day -day operations. Uh, also, I honestly feel that my opinions are valued. 
um, I think that my uh, my superiors do want to hear what I have to say, and they follow up with what I do say. Yeah, no, and that is so true. And um, I actually just did this little video about um, what I love most about Mosby um, for, for Todd over here, who does all this stuff with us, and um, really just, oh my gosh, like instantly I, I was like all team. I literally walked over to the board, was like, look at our core values. Look at our team. Look at the people that won stuff each month of these core values of, you know, what they're pushing through the company. So it is, you know, a very interesting, neat, control way that, you know, all of our staff and Scott Mosby, the owner and everybody kind of keeps it a family owned type of feel, um, you know, with like over 130 people. I mean, there's so I, it's just my family's not that big. I wouldn't know half of them if it was, you know, so how do you do that? And, and I think that's, you know, exactly what does make it so great. And, you know, it makes the projects great for the clients and everything too. Um, so thinking about projects, thinking about doing work out there, running the work, do you have a favorite type of exteriors project or maybe a favorite type of siding to put on or something that we do? Um, we uh, we like LP. Uh, it's a newer product. It's comparable to the Hardy Board. Um, and as far as the project itself, uh, we like uh, probably like the most doing the coveralls. That's what we call a top to bottom uh, siding soffit, fascia, roof, gutters, yeah. the whole thing. Just uh, taking an old house that that needs some love and attention and making it look uh, like it could have been built two years ago. There's yeah. a certain sense of satisfaction with that that you I really haven't been able to find anywhere else. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And. And that is um, that is interesting, and we can get into that a little more when we jump into like the actual siding process and all that. Because um, yeah, we can touch on like some of the differences between like how you have to work with like the cement board and the protections and the different things, and and how this is relatively the exact same, but just you know better product. I love that product too, um, for sure. So. Before we get into the the roofs and all of that, if you could just give everyone out there, anyone considering new siding, they're going to do a new siding project, what piece of advice would you like to just throw out there for everyone out there that's going to consider something like this? There's a lot of contractors out there, and just do your research. Um, make sure the contractors are reputable and they're insured. Um, yeah. And I, I'd like to really focus on using local contractors. You can get a lot better price from a storm chaser. But God forbid something goes wrong in two years, you're going to have a hard time finding them to come out and make it right. You know, I, I can tell you a quick little story here on, on storm chasers that a um, few years back when we had some really bad hailstorms and stuff out here, I was driving to my first appointment in the morning and I put in the wrong address. I put in my like midday appointment, hit the wrong one, I'm driving and then all of a sudden I'm thinking, should I be in this area? Like what, you know, I'm following the GPS. So then I figured out, I, I got off at Limburg and I, and I, and I stopped and I figured out, oh gosh, I put the wrong house. You know, I should be, I knew I should have been going 270 or whatever. So I put the new address in. I looked around while I was at, I pulled into the parking lot at an extended stay hotel near Limburg and highway 70. And there was another one on the other side of Limburg across the street. And it was early in the morning, and this lot was loaded with trucks, trailers, ladders, 
signs just you know all these storm chasers literally living in an extended stay motel and i took some pictures and i kind of posted on social media you know do you know where where your contractor actually lives or came from you know that sort of thing and the thing that fascinated me was a lot of them had 314 area code numbers on magnets on their truck so i kind of did some research and what i learned was they will actually just go get a burner phone. Just go to Walmart, get a phone, $25, and you have a local area code. And you slap that on the side of your vehicle, and everybody thinks they're calling someone. Well, they're, they are calling someone with a local area code, just not from this area. Um, so, yeah, great warning. Great heads up for people to, to investigate and watch out for that. Absolutely, for sure. Um, and, and so... Let's go on the road here and jump into this real quick because the segment is starting to come to an end here. But I got this this call for a roof. Um, come out and look at this roof. It's a brand new home. The home was probably a year old, um, and I'm thinking, why am I looking at a roof on a you know on a year old home? And I get out there, and we're kind of walking around the outside of this house, big house. Right now, it's valued at $1.8 million, over 5,000 square foot. This roof is no small job. And we're kind of looking at it, and she's like, do you see what I'm seeing? And so the problem was there was weird patterns. Like the color patterns were almost grouped together and, and formed shapes like lines or one formed almost that looked almost like a question mark. Um, very, very strange looking. And I said, you know, but there's nothing particularly wrong with the roof other than the, the aesthetic and the way that the color patterns and stuff look. So I called certain teed, had the rep come out. Rep said, yeah, no, this is a high end shingle. There's a very specific layout of how you lay out these shingles and how you, you know, overlap them in the distance to the sides. And it's not a typical like six inch lay it, lay it, lay it. And they didn't follow that. And um, she tried to sue them, didn't win that because um, the roof doesn't leak. But it looks like you got a big giant question mark on a $1.8 million house. I mean, it's kind of crazy. And it was because they didn't understand it was a hip roof and they didn't understand read or follow the, the manufacturer's directions of, you know, if you do it like this and then you follow these lapping patterns, it's going to look like the photograph on our brochure. And they used a simple layout every six inch, just did it like a regular old shingle would be done. And that's what she came out with. Such, such a, a horrible thing and such an expensive roof. But like you said, you know, do your research, check the background, make sure you're getting somebody good, local, reliable, somebody that has some skin in the game in the area, stuff like that, because you just never know when something like this is actually possibly going to happen. And you're stuck with a roof that just doesn't look right because they're just not going to do anything about it. And I'm sure it was probably a subcontracted, you know, per square crew that this roofing company hired to, to bring them on and, and do this. So they ran through it as fast as they could and didn't, didn't care about those details and everything like we do. So 
We're going to take a break. We'll have my hack when we'll return. And we got a lot of sighting and stuff information to come when we return right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, guys. You heard the man. Rich is right at home hack. So in the spirit of today's topic, everything exteriors, I thought we could learn how to remove a single panel of vinyl siding, even if it's in the middle of the wall. So, you know, just pretend like a rock from the lawnmower shoots up, it damages one piece of siding, maybe it's the fourth course up from the bottom of the wall. To remove just that single panel, you're gonna need to get yourself a siding Ziploc tool. You place that behind the bottom lock of the panel above the one you wanna replace. Pull down and out and slide it down to the side to unzip that panel from the damaged panel below. Gently bend that piece out, grab the nails, pull the nails out of that damaged panel, remove that panel, get a new one, lock it in, nail it up, use that unlocking zip lock tool again, but in the reverse, you're going to want to pull down and push in slide it down to the side you'll lock that panel right back into the new panel 
There you have it. There you are. One replaced piece of siding without removing most of the wall to get to it. How easy is that? Now, if you want to hear all my hacks every single week, you can find them all on Facebook. Just search my name, Rich Oris Mosby, on Facebook. Take you right to my professional page to see all of those. So, Ken, here's my question. I'm going to throw you a zinger in the middle of this. How many times do you think you've done that in the past 10 or 20 years? I couldn't count. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another quick tip on that, if you don't mind yeah. elaborating, is um, Absolutely. if it's a full piece of siding, it'll have what's called a factory edge on each side where the bottom lip does not curl all the way around to allow yep. for expansion and contraction. The zip tool that Rich is talking about is sometimes easier applied in that section. Yeah. Also, temperature uh, plays a big part with vinyl. I would not recommend trying this if it is below, let's say, 45 degrees, 40 degrees, unless it's a real sunny day because that vinyl is going to want to crack on you if you're not careful. Yeah, absolutely. And age plays so much into that too. Um, absolutely. If it's 25 years old, it may just be too brittle to do something absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, so – the edge, that factory edge that you're talking about, I'll kind of remind everybody too. So say this piece is five foot wide and it's between two pieces of J-channel, there's a good chance one side of that has that factory edge. So if you go there and you don't see that factory edge, you don't see that little inch and a quarter space where that lock doesn't go in there, go to the other side and check there. There's a good chance that it'll just be on the other end and it does make it a lot easier to grab, pull down, and, and get started and everything. So, and you know what? This is what Ken does, running these jobs, his guys building these jobs. If you need something like this done, this is what Mosby does. We, we side whole houses, we roof them, we replace the windows, the doors, but we can also do, you know, these repairs. Why wouldn't you have the most knowledgeable people do even some of the simplest repairs? you know, at the same time. And, you know, so we can do the whole job. We can do a small job. We can do one wall. We can do windows on the front, but not the side and the back. We can do whatever, you know, pertains to your house. So feel free to look us up. You can go to our website, callmosby.com, or just give us a, give us a call on the phone, 314-909-1800. I'd love to come out and see your stuff, and I'd love to get Ken out at your house running the job and getting some new siding, windows, doors, whatever you need for you. So, but, you know, siding, yep, it's, you know, I've got a lot of background like you, Ken, you know, in the field working, doing a lot of this stuff myself, and this is really where... I get kind of excited about this and, and, you know, what I've learned over the years of how to do this correctly, how to do it the best way, how to protect the home, the homeowner, everything about it. So let's get into, we're just going to go straight into the siding part. So when we're showing up to do new siding, you know, we're going to side a home. What's really the first step and most important thing you really need to do when doing a full siding project? Well, we really like to remove the old siding, strip everything down to the wall sheathing. That's the only way to really see uh, if there's any damage that already exists before we go over with our Tyvek, our flashing tapes, and reapply siding. So, you know, and that really makes this, in my eyes, one of the most important steps of really getting down and, and finding what's back there. But how important is it also to have that that 
flat surface and to get rid of the old stuff? I mean, is there any, what else is the importance of having that flat surface? Well, a, a lot of the products won't take uh, anything unless it is a flat surface. I know a Hardy and LP are the two non-vinyl products that we mostly install and those both require that flat surface. You can go over an existing siding with vinyl, although I don't recommend it. Uh, there yeah. are fan fold insulation products out there to level out the lap of the existing wall so that the vinyl lays flat. But again, by doing that, you really aren't investigating where there could be potential problems that are not visible from inside or outside while that sheathing is still on the outside. Yeah, and you know, with what I do from my end, I have seen so many issues when, you know, water still gets behind that vinyl siding. So they put that fan fold on, they leave the old wood siding, and then they have a problem down the road windows leaking or you know above the garage door is probably one of the most common Absolutely. above the garage door the the metal wrap falls off all the wood behind there's rotted you know and and people are like i don't understand it they're constantly asking me you know my house was wood and i never had an issue all of a sudden now i have this issue and i'm like well but here's the problem when your house was wood and it was exposed and you caulked it and you painted it that could keep the water on the surface. And if any water was getting in, say the caulk went bad and you're getting a little bit of water and stuff like that, it got a chance to dry. It got the wind, it got the sun, it got all these things happening. You cover it up with some plastic fan fold stuff and put some plastic siding on top of that. And where that water does get in, it has no chance to dry. It'll rot it out quicker, faster, it will just destroy everything in its path so much worse than when it was just a wood home. Yeah, absolutely. You know? uh, the uh, A lot of people think that the vinyl itself is going to protect them from water. It's not. Um, what really protects it is the, uh, the house wrap that we use behind the siding. If you look closely at a vinyl siding wall, um, get close to it and look upwards, uh, you will see what we call weep holes. Those are designed pre-drilled holes in the vinyl siding to allow the moisture that gets behind the siding yeah. to get back out. Oh, yeah. So the vinyl really is just icing on the cake if you go with vinyl siding. Uh, if the house wrap is applied properly with proper flashing and taping, um, that's, your, uh, that's your waterproofing right there and helps with the air infiltration. Anything else that goes on after that is just going to ensure that that, ho that house wrap stays in good shape and keeps doing its job. So. Yep, and I'll tell you too, the importance of getting down to that, even when when homes have a house wrap, like you were around in the 90s. Mm -hmm. I was around doing this stuff in the 90s. Well, in the 90s, when they first started using house wrap, everyone was like, oh, it's for air infiltration. It's meant to block air. No one understood that it was a water shed plane. So when you have a gable and there's an attic behind it, they didn't put the house wrap there. So now you get water around that gable vent. You know, any penetration is where this water is coming from. It starts running down. It goes right behind the house wrap. When builders first started using the house wrap, they used it for about three, four years. And then they all started going against it. They told people not to use it. They told people it caused problems. They told people, yeah, it just, it's not good. It holds in the water. It, it rots things out. It does all this damage. And it's really, no, you didn't investigate how to really install this properly. You know, and I got to say, in the 90s, 
That's how I installed it. Guilty here, too. I mean, we just didn't know. And yeah. the techniques um, that have been developed since then, um, night and day difference. It's It wasn't a product failure. It was definitely an install failure. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into, like, windows and doors. You know, how do we keep the windows and doors from leaking working in with this whole house wrap system? Working in on a, on a remodel, we would really like to see um, – an integrated nail fin around the windows that we install. That allows us to use the proper flashing tapes starting at the bottom, working up the sides and overlapping the top to make sure that no water is going to get behind that. Not having the nail fins, we do what's called a Z-bend. It's a custom bent flashing that would go up the wall, the tieback would lay over it, and then it would come out over the window and return down approximately half an inch. It's not as attractive as having the nail fin because you don't see the nail fin. But there are other ways around it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so another another thing I see a lot and, and, and I warn people, you know, about is not having those nail fins, not having what we call that new construction type of window. So in new construction, you get to lay it on there, nail it on, you know, nothing's on the wall yet. It's real quick and easy. Well, in remodeling, if all we're doing is your windows, we're going to want to take that vinyl siding off get a new construction window. So my thing is, if you can do that properly and you can really get it well with the flashing tapes and all that, and then we can guarantee with our 10-year workmanship warranty that it's not even going to leak. We can put that in that guarantee. If you have windows replaced and you have vinyl siding and they don't take that siding off, that's a question. And there could be like what you were talking about with those Z-bends. Yeah, you know? yeah, because a lot of times if if the contractor is just doing a pull and replace what we call a pocket fit, they're not going to take the time to put that Z-bend on because they're not removing the siding above the window. And yeah. they can't possibly do a proper flashing tape if they don't remove the siding around the window. Just something to think about, um, anticipate uh, potential problems if you don't kind of go all in on this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, same thing with every penetration on the home. You know, anything that sticks through siding is a potential spot, whether the caulk wears out, if it's a painted product, whether it's got J-channel around it and that J-channel guides water behind the siding. Anything that penetrates through the wall is that uh, is that spot where water gets behind there? So all your light fixtures, your outlets, you know, your doors, your windows, yeah. every single one of them, the dryer vent. I mean, they all do that. So there's a a flashing tape system with the house wrap that's meant to control that, put that water where it needs to go, and follow that drainage plane. Yeah, the brick ledges uh, and the lights and the outlets are a really good point. Um, Again, those generally are not coming with a, a nail fin. So um, we do have to do the custom bent metal, and a lot of your doors are the same way. I mean, your sliders yep. may, or may, may or may not have that nail flange, but again, we can get around it with the proper taping and flashing techniques. Absolutely, and I've told people in the past, you know, go to Lowe's or Home Depot and look at a door. There's a sticker on it that says, this requires flashing at the top of the door. Make sure that's done. So, hey, we're going to take a break, and we'll get back into this when we return. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, we are back. We are hanging out today with one of our exteriors project managers, Ken Mitchell, talking about siding, flashing, water, air infiltration, keeping your home safe, keeping it dry, you know, keeping you in there for a really long time. And, you know, talking about a lot of our processes and how we do this and how we do the flashing and stuff like that. I did want to throw out there for everybody because, you know, we get a lot of listeners that are, from the industry you know they work in the industry and and they do some of this stuff and you know i just want to say you know mosby is hiring if you really want to work at an efficient knowledgeable quality craftsmanship you know just the utmost importance of everything just a great place to be like like me and ken were talking earlier about the team in the family feel i mean we are looking for absolutely Everybody from every part of the industry, if you're a carpenter, a bathroom installer, exteriors work, siding, whatever, we can use it all. Check us out. Go to callmosby.com. See what we're all about. Put in an application. If you're not happy where you're at, like I wasn't happy where I was. I'm sure, you know, you got happy, Ken, when you got here and everything. feel the same way, yeah. Exactly. Check it out. We could use it and you'll absolutely love it. Great benefits, everything for you. Um, but getting back in, into, you know, a little bit more detail of some of these, these flashings and the importance of them and everything, you know, one of the biggest things I see on a daily basis, looking at, at problems with roof jobs, siding jobs, this and that, um, I go to a lot of roofing leaks and and I end up siding the house and I'm like explaining how it's really a wall leak, not a roof leak. And, and the importance of this, what we call in, in, in our industry, the kick out flashing. Can you kind of explain that, you know, what that is and, and how that helps the house? I consider the kick out flashing a continuation of the step flashing that should be going up the roof rake. The step flashing is usually installed by the roofer and they stop where they have to stop. Now, when we yeah. come in to put the siding on, what we can do is uh, take a, a, a continuation of that, just a small piece of bent metal, slide it up under the, under the existing step flashing. And in doing this, this often's, often necessitates us cutting into the corner for the vinyl, the LP, or the hardy, whatever product you're putting on. And what this basically does is, in conjunction with the home wrap, this allows any water that gets to the end of the step flashing to be forced away from the house by this little added addition of six inches and it makes all the difference in the world. The drawback is it's, it may not be quite as attractive to see a small piece of metal sticking out of a brand new corner but uh, at the same time it's it's well worth it. It's gonna save you a lot of headaches down the road. Yeah absolutely and you know to understand you know a lot of 
a lot of companies, a lot of workers, you know, they're, they're single line item type companies. They focus on that line item, like a roofer. You know, I, I had some hail damage years back, um, got a new roof and, you know, under the recommendation of the insurance and all this, they're like, well, you know, these are, these are people we use, whatever. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I'm good. I can keep my eye on them, make sure, you know, they know what they're doing and everything. So I asked them when they were getting started, I said, you know, I don't know if it maybe it costs a little extra or whatever, but can you take the vinyl siding off the chimney and redo the step flashing around it? And they were like, no, we, we can't take vinyl siding off. You know, we're roofers. So I had to jump up there and remove all the siding for them because I wanted the right flashing Absolutely. and I wanted to get that kick out flashing in place, you know, on each side of that, that, that chimney to get the water, you know, out of, from behind the siding and into the gutter. So, you know, it just goes to show that it's like, it's a really simple process and, you know, it's definitely something they could learn. I mean, if, if they understood the importance and someone was willing to teach them, you know, just what to go through and everything. So, <clears throat> but let's get into, you know, thinking of the roof, let's get into like venting and, you know, how can a siding job, you know, gone wrong, actually wear out the roof faster? What do you got to do with the siding and, and the soffits and stuff to, to help the roof? Uh, proper ventilation is key. Ideally, we'd like to see the vented soffit, draw the air in and vent through the ridge vent. Now, a lot of homes in the St. Louis area do not have ridge vents, and that's not the end of the world, uh, as long as they have gable vents, as long as we're getting some sort of an airflow that's going to keep that roof from overheating. Um, ideally, again, we'd like to see the, the draw from the soffit right to the ridge vent. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of roofers, you know, they come in and they're like, oh, ridge vent. We do ridge vent. It's the best way to exhaust. It's the best way to ventilate a roof. But, again, if they didn't know how to even take the siding off, they don't understand that intake. They don't understand if that's even the right ratio. Ratio, yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Um, so, are there any other like theories and you know anything that you could advise the listeners on? You know, what should they stick to if they attempt to do any work on their own? What should they be thinking about working on the outside of their house? Uh, back to the venting. A common a common thing that I often see is um, they'll get a new roof and they're sold. A ridge vent without any yeah. thought whatsoever to whether or not they have existing gable vents and if they are both in place at the same time it doesn't matter if the soffit's vented or not it's just going to stagnate the air and not not cause any flow so um if you're sold a ridge vent by a roofing company um do a little research you can find this information online and make sure that you are going to have the proper airflow that your attic requires yeah absolutely absolutely I mean, there's so many details like that. And, and that's, you know, what I've always said is kind of the that big importance of finding somebody that understands more than just that one thing. You know, I, I went out and looked at a house years ago and it basically, the whole, the whole reason I was going out there was he wanted a ridge vent. Can we install a ridge vent on his house? So I go out there and I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, you know, um, why do you want a ridge vent? Well, he's got these issues. Those the, the bedrooms upstairs are, are always kind of warm and there's some moisture 
you know, he's getting some moisture stuff showing. And so I'm like, well, do you mind if I look at the rooms? And I looked at the rooms and around the switches and stuff, there was some moisture. You know, you could see stains around them and around some of the outlets. And, there, you know, and, and so I'm kind of looking at it and I'm like, well, do you mind if I go in your attic? So I go in the attic. I mean, this attic was ventilating so well. He had gable vents. He had some, you know, some of the static vents and stuff. Uh, the roof even broke up, and I could feel they put baffles in like they should have. I could feel the air coming over the baffles. I can literally feel air moving. And I came back down, and I started to explain the whole house to him. And I'm, and I'm like, you know, your roof, it's ventilating. You don't, you, you don't need a ridge vent. If you, if you do a ridge vent, you're likely to destroy what's actually working quite well because it will try and take too much air and it will take it from other places and, and won't let it come in from the soffit. So I explained all that like you were just talking about. And then I started getting into like how the house was built, air infiltration, the house wrap wasn't there. And inside the home, they put plastic on the walls before the drywall. So I'm telling you now, that's, I've seen it so many times, the moisture around the switches, the door frames, it's because that plastic is ending. They cut a hole in the plastic, the moisture is trying to escape. You know, house wrap breathes. It lets air in and out, it lets vapors out, you know, moisture vapors, plastic does not. So we ended up wrapping, flashing, stopping the air infiltration. We didn't get into tearing off his drywall. He understands that's an issue, but didn't want to like totally re-drywall the house because of plastic. But we stopped a lot of that from occurring from the outside of the wall. And he told me in the end, he said, you know, you were about the fifth person out here and you were the only one that did not give me a price for a ridge vent. I'm glad you brought that up because it's so important when you're looking at these air issues, these leak issues, to just consider the entire envelope of the house, not just where the problem is manifesting itself, because it could be apples and oranges on where the problem really lies. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just understanding more of everything and, and pushing this down into the field, you know, what what people probably need to understand is when I learned a lot of this, I was in the field. I was a project manager. We went, we took classes. I learned things that I didn't know. I got to teach it to other people in the field. This isn't just because of like sales consulting and stuff like that. This is about building it right. You know, and that's really, I can preach all day long. And if you don't do what I'm saying, that's that's the absolute end of it you know it just it just no longer matters you know so i appreciate you guys in the field you know not just because i was there but because of how you guys continue that and go through it and you know want to thank you ken for for being just such a good steward well thank you rich and and, and doing all that stuff so i got a little uh I got a little praise letter that I wanted to go over real fast because, you know, a client wrote this in and said, you know, one of your guys, Walter, had finished up some work on his house. He told him he'd look at it later. He said when they looked at it later, they were so pleased and surprised and so happy with that finish 
that they just couldn't believe it. And they said they couldn't have been happier with the finished product and it was worth every penny that they, that they paid. So we're totally out of time, but I appreciate you coming on, taking your time out. We got to do this again sometime. Thanks, Richard. It was great to be here. No, it, it was totally awesome. We've got more material. We could get to this totally another day and, and finish this out. For everybody else, I'll talk to you next week. Have a good week. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.